Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Voices for Change 2.0, the only podcast that focuses on mental health while mixing in movies, music, books, sports, and pop culture. Here are your hosts, Rebecca and Joe Lombardo. Hey, good morning, and welcome to Voices for Change 2.0. Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for tuning in to us this morning. Uh, we are so grateful that you decided to get up on a Saturday morning and spend an hour with us humble folk. <laughs> Definitely, and especially today is a, a very big day for for a lot of people, myself included, mm-hmm. being World Bipolar Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great. It's uh, amazing Our, the the amount of posts that are popping up on Twitter already. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I think we're going to be busy retweeting your hashtag all day long, babe. Yeah, well, aside from my hashtag, it, that one's not quite as important as the other two. But right, right. But still, it's going to be in there. Yeah. So, um, if you're uh, going to tweet today, remember to use hashtag World Bipolar Day or hashtag This Is Bipolar. And if you do have bipolar disorder and you want to call in and chat about it a little bit today, please feel free. The number is 347-989-0126. And we'd be happy to chat with you. And and I know I've, I've already checked with our guests and Bipolar, I don't think, is their specialty, but, but I've talked to them, and they said they would be happy to um, entertain calls or, or what have you if we received any, so yep, uh, we're grateful to them for that. Yeah. So, um, really, really quick, uh, you know, I've been on vacation all week this week, and it's been it's been a busy vacation, but it's been nice getting to, you know, sleep in and you know, just hang out a little bit and, you know, we're going to, we're planning anyway on, yep. So we're, (laughs) sorry, we're planning on going out tonight and finally getting to go see uh, Captain Marvel, which I'm looking forward to, Uh, mainly with Avengers Endgame coming out next month that I'm all super excited about. And, uh, you know, they keep showing ads, and I keep getting more and more pumped up. And I'm like, why can't it be the end of April already? <laughs> so, you know. Pardon me. I'm choking on water over here. You all right, babe? Yeah. Um, okay. I must admit, and I'm I'm going against all the, the women that I know that have seen the movie, but I'm not that excited about Captain Marvel. Um, I do like Brie Larson a lot. Um, but I'm not entirely convinced that she was exactly right for the role, but you know, I'll, I'll go tonight and I'll see, and I'll probably be wrong and that'll be fine, (laughs) but (laughs) you heard it here first. It wouldn't be the first time you heard heard um, it here first people. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure everyone that's seen it said it was a really good movie. There have been a few people I've seen here and there online that have said um, they didn't get why it was so impressive. So I rarely listen to to critics or anything. So uh, I'll, I'll, you know, make my own decision after the after the movie. But (laughs) 
Hopefully it's good. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So that being said, talking about pop culture and all, all things uh, groovy, we've got a couple of groovy guys that we're going to be talking to today. Um, they, but they're not lovely and talented? No, these guys are groovy. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure they're lovely and talented. <laughs> I, I will not I will not dispute that in any way. Okay. But they're also really groovy. So, you know, I, I welcome grooviness to our show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you get eyes could only see the look on her face right now. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah, they uh co host a podcast. Um where they talk about mental health and how it's portrayed in popular media, you know, movies, books, television, music. Which uh, is right up our alley. It is right up our alley. Very, very similar. So, yeah. um, you know, we we look forward to stealing some of their ideas. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hearing... <laughs> gonna, I mean, hearing about what they do. They're going to figure it out. <laughs> Babe. So um, we have uh, <laughs> Ryan, who is a therapist, and Mike, who is a mental health advocate. And like we said, they are uh, the creators and the hosts of Pop Psych 101. And we're really grateful to have them with us today. Uh, I've had this date scheduled for some time, so mm-hmm. this is going to be a good show. So um, welcome aboard, guys. How you doing? Hi. We are great. <laughs> yeah, doing really good. Hi. We're great. Yeah, Thank you Rebecca, so much for want... having us on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rebecca, I did want to say out of the gate, if you get any callers about bipolar, I'm also bipolar. Oh, fantastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, fantastic. Um, <laughs> you have bipolar? That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I. You know what I mean. You you, you know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah. So, so while we may not be uh, experts per se, we have both per- personal and professional experience with it for sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm I'm happy we established that. <laughs> <laughs> and and the way we did. <clears throat> so, sure. yeah. So. Uh, you guys have any questions for us before we jump on in? Yeah. Uh, no, no. No, we're really excited. It was funny. We were talking before we came on, um, you know, you, as you guys were, were talking about before we uh, jumped in. Um, it, it's just fun to talk to other people who are passionate about mental health and also other things, um, you know, mm-hmm. sort of adjacent to that. So we have a lot of fun talking about, obviously, as you introduced us, in mental health as it's portrayed in pop culture. But, um, you know, if you've listened to our show, you know, we also try to have fun with it as, as you guys do. So it's, it's nice to talk to kindred spirits. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed it is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to jumping in. All right. So why don't you go ahead and ask the first question there, Jumpy. Wow. <laughs> guys, I never get to ask the first question. This is this is new territory for me, so I'm excited. It's groovy. So I know it is groovy. You guys are you guys are building it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting yeah, nervous. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so a question for each of you: Where does your mental health journey begin? Um, 
Mike, if you want to answer first, that would be awesome. And then we'll get to Ryan. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, I think mental health is something that spans everyone's lifetime. Uh, whether you have a diagnosis or not, like it's just something to, you know, be aware of and and stay healthy in. But as far as my issues and my diagnosis started <clears throat> real bad when I was about 19 and uh, massive panic attacks, all sorts of just, you know, bad things, not feeling well and absolutely had no idea what was going on. Uh, and as you guys can probably both know the climate about mental health back then was even more like more stigma like you tell your friends and you get a lot of it's in your heads and that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. I avoided therapy or even going to see anybody about it for like five or six years and uh yeah and I just kind of been dealing with that ever since and and yeah, it just has been a, a long road, but I have uh, worked hard to, you know, learn about coping and living uh, with it as, as um, that it's not me or my identification, but, uh, you know, just something I have, like uh, if I were to have like, um, I don't know, no foot or something, <laughs> just living mm-hmm. with it and keeping going forward. Very cool. <clears throat> Kind of, I mean, cool yeah. <laughs> and now I make Pop Psych 101. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about you, Ryan? Yeah, so it's an interesting question, and I've talked a little bit about it on the show. Um, you know, some of it goes back to experiences in childhood and just sort of wanting to understand both myself and other people and how, I would say, life events, form us and form our thought patterns and form our emotional responses, you know, so things that I experienced in childhood leading me towards um, majoring in psychology in undergrad, having some really formative um, internship and job experiences in the field, um, initially in actually in addiction for several years. Um, And obviously addiction carries with it a lot of mental health issues. Um, so getting a lot of experience working with people who have, you know, strict addiction issues, but then also what we in the field called dual diagnosis, people with addictive disorders and mental health issues. So, uh, over time I transitioned into working with people who mostly only had mental health issues. Um, and, and then obviously in today's climate, the addiction field and the opioid crisis and all that sort of thing is, is a very serious issue, but I found my, um, my calling kind of came more towards both uh, a younger population. So I work with a lot of um, grammar school to sort of college age students now. And over time, I transitioned from working in inpatient units. Now I work um, only outpatient, essentially private practice model. Um, but I, I am, am very grateful for the opportunity to work with people who have mental health issues and any help I can provide both in direct practice and now in the podcasting realm is something that I've really enjoyed. And, you know, just getting an opportunity to to educate people, but also hopefully entertain people while also talking about mental health issues is something that we've really gotten um, enjoyment out of. Cool. And how how long have you guys been doing the podcast now? Uh, We started in October. Well, Kind of 
started in October. Our first episode came out in October, but Ryan and I have been kind of working together since what June or July of 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah, so our, we just recorded our 26th episode, um, and that doesn't count all the sort of silly deleted scenes and other random stuff we upload, but. <laughs> Our, our proper episodes, um, I think we just recorded 26. That'll be out on Monday. That's right. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Congrats, guys. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. We crossed Thank that you. 25 marker. <laughs> nice. Apparently, it's a big deal for podcasters. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, um, next question is uh, for let's, let's, um, we're going to direct the questions at, at, at you, at Ryan or at Mike. That way we can. Um, avoid some of our talking over each other. Yeah, Mike and I never do, do that to each other on our show, so that'll be completely different <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah, believe me, we know. <laughs> we know a thing or two about talking over one another. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. so um, I will go to Mike with this one. How long have you uh, known each other? Uh, Ryan and I? Yeah, we. Yes. Yeah, I guess since before June or July, uh, Ryan and I uh, met on a forum in uh, like a podcast support, like you know, learning things. And I'd been podcasting for a little bit, and we both had separate shows. So yeah, we we started talking and working together on his other show back in July. So not even mm, okay. a year yet. So you guys are still in the honeymoon phase. <laughs> well, I caught the wife off guard with that one, guys. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't, I don't think she was expecting that. That was great. Uh, I wish she could have seen it. <laughs> so well, very cool. Um, so it's so it's still relatively fresh for you working together. How has that been? Because I know before the show started uh, – one of you is in New Jersey and one of you is in Missouri, right? Right. That's right. Right. So how, how do you guys actually go about doing the show then? I mean, like, like we do ours through, through Skype. Do you do the same thing or do you have a different way that you do it or dish? Tell us. Um, yeah. So, we do. Yeah, Mike. Okay, go around. Well, yeah. So, so I was going to say, um, you know, I'm, I'm Ryan is, is a therapist from New Jersey, by the way. And, um, okay. you know, we, as Mike mentioned, we started out, um, Mike was helping out, helping me out with some audio on my show, um, my individual podcast, which is uh, in hiatus now, focusing all my attention on Pop Psych 101. Um, and, you know, we started recording, I think, together at the same time, um, right around that time in October of last year. And the, the format that's really working well for us is we do Skype live, but individually record our tracks. And then Mike, who is a audio and visual guy, um, computer whiz, uh, throws everything together and makes us sound real good. So um, we actually have a really nice um, working relationship in that, you know, we're both um, – experts in our own fields, if that makes sense. Like Mike um, brings a lot of value to what we're doing and, um, you know, makes the show sound far better than I ever could have on my own. But also Mike brings his personal experience, which I think 
in terms of listeners being able to hear someone share their own experience is incredibly valuable, but also in, in breaking down things and asking questions and, you know, doing things that I wouldn't think of on my own as a therapist, just sort of doing my own thing as I was before. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it, it does help having, uh, you know, a, a tech background doing this stuff. Um, Oh yeah, it's, it's a bit of a learning curve. <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely a bit of a learning curve, and you know that's why I'm I'm grateful that we've got Scott because yeah, absolutely. You know, he's uh, he's our go-to guy when it comes to actually doing the show and and all that. And I, I, I've been able to figure out a couple of of the ins and outs of of podcasting. Like, you know, I have a, a separate Spreaker account so that um, you know we can just you know blanket the <laughs> blanket the world with our podcast We're essentially blanket the interwebs yeah <laughs> and i figured out how that works but as far as you know actually producing a show we'd we'd be lost without scott so we're we're really grateful to him so. yeah and incidentally if you hear any noise in the background that's us trying to keep our youngest cat from getting into the closet <laughs> um, so well, yeah, I can totally like relate. Your... My two cats are currently circling the bedroom as well, so no, no worries there. <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, she she is obsessed with trying to get in there for God knows why. But, um, yeah, so I just had to chuck a marker at her. So there's that. <laughs> Live radio. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Good times. <laughs> Good times. So. Okay, so next question will be for Mr. Mike. Uh, how important is sharing your story with uh, other advocates? With other advocates? Absolutely very important. I think, um, and admittedly, before Pop Psych started, I, you know, have been in therapy and outpatient programs, inpatient programs a couple of times, but I kept it really very hidden as far as, you know, basically only close friends and family knew that aspect of me and uh when ryan and i started working together i um i i realized hey i'm gonna have to come out and say that i'm you know bipolar more publicly now and so like i never really thought of myself as an advocate until around that point and until we've kind of gotten emails from people that we've helped them uh through different struggles and so then I, you know, have taken my goal from just making a show and entertaining people to advocating. So I would say, yeah, it's really super important to, you know, spread the message is definitely the number one goal is, is, you know, normalizing the conversation and whether that be with mental health health advocates or um, just people with mental health issues or people without them. It's all very important. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. He was he was staring at me like I I had I, something planned to say, and I, I was oh. going to say that's that's great. <laughs> no, that's very cool. Um, well, I, well, I've been the one responding. Oh, okay. All so right. I was giving you the opportunity. I didn't. Well, thank you. Want to be help? Well, I help. I appreciate you coming forward and, and, and telling your story for sure. Um, I know that I've had some similar experiences, 
And uh, I was also diagnosed at 19, so uh, we have some oh, wow, yes. some things in common there. But um, mm-hmm. I, and looking back on on my life, I know that I probably could have been diagnosed even earlier. Uh, but sure. nobody knew nobody knew what was going on with me, why I was having the issues that I was having. So yeah, and it you know it, it's it's very brave, and it sh- I shouldn't have to say that it's very brave in this day and age, but it still is very brave for you to come forward and tell your story, Mike. Um, you know, it's, it's, there's still a lot of stigma out there and yeah, there is, you know, but it's, it's, it's people better. coming forth and telling their stories is becoming more and more of a common theme. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I feel like, you know, and I, and I could be just, you know, way off base with this, but I feel like there's more, positivity and people coming forward with their stories than there is stigma right now. And that doesn't to say that there isn't stigma. Uh, believe me, I know that there sure. is, mm-hmm. but I feel like maybe we're moving forward in, in, in a positive way uh, and kind of canceling the, the, the negativity that, that when we all first started this mission that we were all facing. Yeah, I would even say like, uh, you know, back when things first started for me or not, you know, not first started, but started getting more apparent that it was back then it was complete rejection if you told anyone. And now it's just a little awkward. (laughs) So that's Mm -hmm. like a a vast improvement from rejection. For sure. Yeah. And some of us are are normally very awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. I, I just have to I just have to say one thing that that that's kind of funny. I, it doesn't relate to the topic necessarily, but I uh, we've we've had my my niece, well our niece and great niece staying with us. They aren't they aren't here today, uh, but the baby is just four months old, and I sit here with my husband who has baby puke <laughs> going down the shoulder of his t-shirt. <laughs> And you know, it just kind of gives you the idea of what of what a vacation he's had over the past week. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's that, that is it's quite a visual. It's it's been interesting, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, you reach a point where you throw up your hands and you give up. You're like, okay, I'm going to walk around with puke in my shirt today. Um, it, it's a, it's a new normal. So. You know, yeah, I have a three and a one-year-old, and I don't have any clean clothes, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can imagine. So, but yeah, she's uh, she's my pride and joy, that little one. So I I love her very much. Yeah, she's and, she's adorable. She's, and I know everybody says this, but she really is one of the cutest babies I've ever seen. Yeah, we're not biased. We're really not. <laughs> no, no, of course she's, not. No, no, no. She's very adorable. So, um. All right, Kate. So, so the next question I, I kind of have to modify a little bit, and, and we're going to start with Ryan on this one. Um, you know, you guys mentioned that before you started working together on, on Pops Like 101, you each had your own podcast that you were working on. So on those individual podcasts, when you both first started doing it, what made you decide to do a podcast? Why a podcast? Together. No, no, no. Be starting out before together. Just oh, on our own. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, just the initial, you know, I mean, because obviously when you're both doing a podcast and you see that you have a good working relationship, you know, then it's a, a no-brainer. It's like, oh, well, we, we should work together, you know, and I and I get that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but the initial motivation to starting your own podcasts, why, why'd you do it? <laughs> yeah, so for me, um, you know, as, as a therapist, you know, obviously, you know, being – in therapy, in, in sessions, you know, all the time, ha- having these separate conversations all the time, but also having this overarching feeling of, I wish more people had access to the insight that, that people develop on their own in, in these sessions. Um, so I've always looked for ways to kind of spread that information in one way or another. Um, you know, I've written blogs, I've, um, you know, done speaking and workshops and things. Um, and I've just found that, you know, starting out doing the, the podcast stuff, that talking has always felt much more natural to me than writing. I still, I'll, I do still write on the side, but I just love the sort of natural, and now especially having a, a co-host, conversational um, way to, to interact and talk about these issues. Just really opens the door to more people being able to relate, being able to connect to the information. Um, and, and obviously we chose our topic um, and I chose um, the topics that I've talked about because I've just been trying to find a way to make this information more accessible for people. So we can talk about mental health through the realm of pop culture, through the realm of movies and television where people talk about that, that stuff anyway, you know, all the better mm-hmm. for me, all the better that we can find ways to talk about stuff like, bipolar disorder or PTSD or, um, you know, we have an episode coming out on um, Monday about the therapeutic relationship um, in Goodwill Hunting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so so any way that I've been able to find to spread that information is really something that's attracted me. And, and to this point, podcasting has been the most enjoyable. I think it feeds, um, I'm, a, I'm also an improviser on the side, so it feeds that sort of um, off-the-cuff conversational um, stuff that I really enjoy. Very cool. Very cool. Um, we'll get Mike's side of it after our break. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're about 25 minutes in now, and we're going to take our first break, um, just in case you guys, I don't know, got to take a leak or something. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be listening I gotta to go David be groovy. Hernandez. <laughs> well, you know, it'd be groovy if you had to go make a tinkle. So, um, (laughs) we're going to listen to Dear My Future Self by David Hernandez. Stay tuned. Dear My Future Self.
It's a struggle, it's a struggle, it's a struggle to find me When the world breaks Faith, you gotta keep on. You gotta keep up, you gotta be strong. Be strong, be strong. You gotta keep up, you gotta be strong. Don't lose the faith, you gotta keep on. You gotta keep up, you gotta be strong. Be strong. When the world breaks, you stand tall. When you feel pain, you fight it off. When they go low, you go high. You're gonna the storyline Those that don't believe in you Hey, welcome back to Voices for Change 2.0. I'm Joe. She's Rebecca. And those guys over there, oh, they're a couple of groovy guys we happen to call Mike and Ryan from uh, Pop Psych 101 and my best radio voice. Yeah. Stick around. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Tip your waitress. So, um, all right. So we were talking about uh, podcasts and what made you want to start. So, Mike, where was your motivation for starting your podcast uh, before working with Ryan. Okay, that would start when I was 13 years old, around, <laughs> well, maybe eight. Wow, really? So, yeah, I'll go through this fast. When I was eight, I okay. started my first creative project called the A&M Groovy Group, and we, we uh, lip-synced to the Archies and made dance steps. Um, but I took it very seriously. <laughs> and uh, then I started drawing comics uh, terribly, and would send them to Marvel. Um, and then when I was 13, I started a band and started playing pretty okay. seriously. And uh, let's see, when, when I was 15, in like 15 and a half, uh, we got signed by a, like independent label, very small. But that was really cool because we got to go on you know, a couple of short trips and play a bunch of gigs and, and do, uh, yeah, just rock around. And then I played music all the way up until I was about 28. But in between that time, uh, I kept on creating, just never, ever stopped creating. So I had a YouTube channel with a couple of my friends that like went viral. Uh, we got signed by a, uh, um, oh my gosh, it's like a, a talent agency to write sitcom pitches. Uh, we got fired after a year because we were very wow. unsuccessful. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then, but the point of all that is that I just never stopped creating. So it's kind of a natural evolution. Um, but speaking to the mental health aspect of it, last February of 2018, um, 
I went really, really, I guess you would call it, I would say it's like hypomania, but I got really, really focused. And those guys that I created a YouTube channel with, which are like my best friends, we started making a show that was for YouTube um, called Game Socket. And hmm. it was a parody show, um, kind of making fun of, of over sensation of just everything. Um, but we used video games to do that. And the podcast part of it was just the plot in the show um, because hmm. we videoed ourselves, but we we're supposed to be podcasting. So the whole show was basically scripted. Uh, we were playing characters um, where the two hosts did not get along and basically screamed at each other and never got the video games. Um, <laughs> that yeah. sounds entertaining uh, as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if you know what it is, it's pretty good, but we got a lot of hate because people couldn't tell that it wasn't real. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> I was playing like an alcoholic. It was crazy. But um, <laughs> I was going through some hard times this past year, one of the hardest years um, of my you know, battle with mental health. Um, but I kept on making that, and yeah, I mean, that's how I got into podcasting, because it was just kind of accidental, just started doing it. <laughs> wow. You and I met Ryan. Excuse me, exceptionally creative person, sir. Yeah, yeah, and and I got to talk with you later about the whole music thing. I uh, I, too, have been playing music since I was 12. And uh tell oh, wow. how many years that like, oh. uh that over thirty years I've been playing guitar. <laughs> so um I actually just reconnected with some old buddies of mine and we started uh playing gigs again and it's it's been great because I haven't done it. It's amazing, in, I bet. Yeah. Nine years. Seven, eight years, something like that. My my last gig before a couple weeks ago was October of twenty eleven. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, no, 2011, babe. And, uh, yeah, so it's <clears throat> it's been really cool kind of getting back into the whole groove of things, and it's been exciting for me. It's, and it's been cathartic, which is – that's one thing that people don't realize when it comes to playing music. And, like, well, why do you play music? And there's a lot of reasons for it, but one of them is there's just a catharsis, especially if you're playing, you know, heavier rock like we do um, – yeah. You you get out all these emotions and feelings, and it's just it's great. You know, you get done, and it's like a good workout. Yeah, we had an episode on uh, we did codependency in A Star Is Born, hmm. and okay. uh, so we were talking about music, and Ryan was asking me about my musical history and how since I'm 35 and I stopped playing music okay. like gigs and stuff when I was 28. And we pointed out how Bradley Cooper's character, no matter how bad he felt, he, whenever he played, it seemed like all of that just disappeared because he was in Mm -hmm. the zone and it's just this thing for him. And then, you know, because we talked about leaving it when I was 28 and how it's such a huge part of your identity when you have been doing it so long that, uh, so I can commiserate because that many years between a gig, it's like finally getting back would be awesome. Mhm. Yeah, and it and it was and it was especially cool because uh we were um we didn't share the stage with them, but we shared the venue. Uh we were playing the same night 
in the same place as Queensryche and Fate's Warning. And that was just, that was awesome. You know, Queensryche was a huge influence on me when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, to, to meet, you know, I met their lead singer and, you know, I didn't get to talk to the one guitar player that's been with them from the beginning, but I was, you know, within spitting distance of the guy. And that was really cool. Yeah. So, it would have been cool if you spit on him. No, I'm not <laughs> going to spit on Michael Wilton. <laughs> God, what's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm just being a smart Alec. Yeah, uh, you're good at it. <clears throat> um, I am. I it's it's hey, I, I will accept that. It's not it's not easy to be as good at it as I am. Oh, well, you are good at it, Michael. <laughs> so, but no, it was a it was it was a great time. You know, it was for for first gig back, it was. You know, there were we had issues because you know it's first gig back, but it was still really cool. So um, let's get back to our questions. Yeah, so. let's back here. It's your turn. It's my turn. All right. So uh, Ryan, what made you decide to combine uh, pop culture with mental health in your podcast? Yeah. So yes. Yeah. I mean, so my my initial podcast, um, I was, you know sort of having conversations both with people who um, experience mental health issues on their own and experts. So, um, you know, talking about that stuff, talking about skills can people can use. And, you know, I found those conversations, while very useful, um, they felt kind of academic to me. I felt like I was in school. Um, I wanted the conversations to be looser. I always felt myself wanting to have a little bit more fun a little bit more uh, casual, um, and as a result, I went on to the forums that where Mike and I met, and I kind of put up a, a poll where I said, you know, here's a couple ideas I'm throwing around of um, ways I could talk about this stuff differently. And by far, the the movies, or I guess you say, mental health and pop culture was by far the winner of the poll that I had up. Um, and Mike actually reached out to me after I put that, that poll saying, hey, if you're going to do this, I, I would love to be a part of it. So um, and I think, you know, going back to college, it's always something I've just done anyway. You know, I watch a movie um, and, you know, probably impartially because I've been in school or been doing therapy for close to 15 years now. And I'll be thinking about like, oh, like that's a really interesting relationship dynamic. You know, meanwhile, you know, my daughter's watching Frozen, and I'm like, man, I wonder what happened, you know, between those sisters, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, that's just where my brain goes. I, I, have to, I have to restrain it sometimes so I can just enjoy stuff, but um, I just love thinking about those sort of interactions and internal processes, and um, so that, that's the stuff that I find fun and interesting. And luckily for me, Mike did too. So here we are talking about it, making fools of ourselves, but um, hopefully in an in entertaining and informative way for people. And that's funny because I come from, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but my uh, I, I've, my family, is we, we were big movie watchers. I worked at um, both a movie theater, <clears throat> excuse me, as a manager of a movie theater, and later I was a senior assistant manager of Blockbuster Video. So um, movies have always been a huge part of, of my life and it included with movies is um, Mystery Science Theater 3000. For sure. So, oh, uh, love yeah. it. 
Yeah, and and riff tracks now, of course. But uh, I can't watch a movie without MSTK <clears throat> MST3King it a little bit, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I I I get where you're <laughs> I get where you're coming from, especially uh, you know a movie that I'm not particularly interested in watching. Maybe it's one of Joe's picks. <laughs> like um uh what was that Johnny Depp movie you made me watch that was horrible? Mordecai. Mordecai. Oh, oh wow. Please, people, save yourselves. <laughs> Do not watch this film. This, you know, if you're of a certain fan of comedy of a certain type, it'll appeal to you. Um, yeah, the wrong, Beck, the wrong type. Stop. You know, Beck just is not, it's, it's not her bag is... Basically, the way I can uh, yeah, I can it was put terrible, it. terrible movie. It was just absolutely <laughs> I and I thought I, it was freaking hilarious. So, but <clears throat> but then again, she also doesn't like uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, <clears throat> um, Wayne's World. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Oh man, I know. <laughs> I, I just shattered your whole view of her, didn't I? Yeah, I don't know if we can oh, continue okay. the show. Mike and I have yeah. very differing views on movies too. That's that's one of the nice things about our working relationship is that um, while we agree on some things, obviously mental health related, we also have uh, probably weird preferences for certain things. So I think it's it's a good mm-hmm. sign of our relationship as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of Bill and Ted, really quick, uh, August 2020, Bill and Ted face the music. Just saying. Oh yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Right. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. So, uh, out of curiosity, do you guys know? Uh, e- either one of you can answer. Uh, how? What? Uh, what topic you did that was was the most popular? Which which film? Which TV show? Whatever. Whatever you did, which one was the most popular for you guys? Um. Well, it, okay. So. so Okay, so our first episode we did probably has the most numbers behind it, but that's like a been a slow trickle. And, but that was dissociative identity disorder in Fight Club. Hmm. But our sixth oh, really? episode, yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked about like what dissociative identity disorder really is and how it's portrayed in Fight Club and how you know that's not how it really is. And, mm-hmm. and which is what we do. We we analyze the accuracy of this stuff. And right. so, uh, but our fastest growing episode, we did uh, major depressive disorder in uh, Frozen's Elsa. And that one went real fast for us as far as uh, people listening to it. And it still gets people listen to it. Yeah, people well, love you know, you could... You could, uh, if you haven't yet, you could revisit DID with Split, too. Yeah, yeah, we've talked yeah. about that. One. Um, yeah, we've talked about doing that one. Um, yeah, love, love I'm a them. Huge, nice. a huge, I, I, I'm a huge James McAvoy fan, but I, just because I have several friends that uh, are coping with DID and their responses to the film and and everything, I, I haven't wanted to see it because I, you know, I just, I didn't think that there was a lot of accuracy to it so i'd be i'd be curious how you guys would uh kind of break that one down 
Yeah, and that's really another reason why we're doing the show is is because we want to be able to tell, you know, a wide audience, you know, hey, this mental illness is being used as a plot device and this is not Mm -hmm. something that you should have in the back of your mind when you hear someone say they have DID. Um, Right. You know, you shouldn't worry about them automatically becoming like a violent psycho beast killer or whatever uh, Mm -hmm. McAvoy is. Um, you know, and we want to dispel a lot of those rumors that I think people associate because of pop culture, because of movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I've actually written a couple of blogs on, on different films and how the Hollywood has kind of gone in this direction with bipolar disorder where it, you know, you can be reading the description of a film and it's, you know, man finds woman, marries woman, um, they're happy for a while, and then all of a sudden she flips out and tries to kill him because she's bipolar. And yeah. it's like they, they, they don't have any other reason anymore that people could flip out and want to kill somebody. It's always because they're bipolar. And I, I really yeah, think or like they have some, really or need... some or some trauma, right? Or some trauma in their right. background. Oh, we learned that the villain was was this happened to the villains so now they're a terrible person. It's like trauma doesn't automatically right. mean someone's going to be bad or evil or, or it's going to hurt people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You want to go back? Um, let's see what we got here. So where can people tune in to your show? Okay. That, uh, well, uh, all of our social medias are at pop psych one Oh one. All, everywhere. So wherever you go, you can find us there. Um, if you don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can just go to poppsych101.com and it's on there or from there you can follow that to many apps. But we are on, oh my gosh, everything, iTunes, it's Spotify, I Google Podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're on all of them. Wherever you get podcasts, we're there. <laughs> cool. Well, that makes it easy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I, I got to check out some of the topics that you guys talk about. Cause uh, you know, it's, to me, it's fascinating. You know um, I actually just now remembering back in speak up. Okay. <clears throat> back in my college days, I actually took for my history class, I took history goes to the movies and it was, it was kind of cool. Cause it broke down, you know, we'd watch these, movies that were supposedly supposedly based on history and they would you know then we would break it down okay well what's accurate what isn't you know this and that you know where did they take poetic license and all that stuff and to be able for you guys to do that with your show with mental health is is really cool i think i i am just fascinated by the whole concept and yeah. uh good on you yeah we i mean we talk about you know, pop culture and movies and books and music and all all that kind of stuff. But we don't um, break you know, it down. Yeah, we don't break it down so much as as the way you guys do it, and and which is good because that means <laughs> you know we can both coexist. That's right. Yeah, yeah we yeah, all yeah. have our own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm joking with you guys, but um, we will we will cry. Jeez. I'm kidding. Oh, we're, just, we're just the other corner of the same block. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
So, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> really really interesting the way this the way that you do it, especially when you've got someone who is actually uh in the medical field. Yeah, that's really really cool. So I I, I definitely want to get into uh, listening to your show, and and I'm I, I didn't know as much about you guys prior to this interview, so I'm I'm glad that we were able to have you on because you know now I'm really interested in what you've got going on. Hooray. Well, thank you so much. We're glad we've, we've left a, a good first impression. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, well, well, that was the thing too. And, and we kind of approach our show like this is, you know, little, little background for us. You know, and you guys know this, we send out pre-interview questions to find out whatever topic our, our guests want to talk about. And then, you know, we'll, we'll have these basic questions that we'll ask, but we don't want to get, too involved with the research because you know it is kind of a nice little discovery journey for us too finding out you know what makes you tick and you know what your motivations are and all that stuff and just getting to know you you know it's always getting easier getting to know people actually physically talking to them than it is you know by the written word yeah right you would lose your honest reaction yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so well, really quick, we've only got about uh, seven minutes left of the show, which has gone by really, really fast. Yeah. But I did want to get a couple of uh, points in. First of all, um, Ryan, you had an article just come up. Uh, I believe it was on Medium, was it not? That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, so I just published. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so I just published an article on Medium um, in the Better Humans publication, um, and it is how to help someone who's experiencing a panic attack. Um, so, you know, this is disconnected a little bit from the podcast, but I, I try to find through roads with all of the, um, the work that I do. So, you know, a lot of times, especially in movies and um, TV shows, you, they might show someone having a panic attack as this really intense, um, scary thing that, that is like very obvious. And the reality with panic attacks is that sometimes it could be quiet. Somebody can be very reserved, but internally really struggling. So I want to be able to educate mm-hmm. people um, both on what a panic attack can look like, what a panic attack could feel like for persons, for people who haven't experienced them. And then honestly, for what anyone can do for someone who might be experiencing a panic attack, um, how you can talk to them how you should not talk to them. I think there are a lot of natural instincts that people have about how to support someone in that, um, in that sort of experience that actually is counterproductive, you know, saying things like just calm down or relax or right. um, mm-hmm. just go get some fresh air. You know, those are not necessarily things that would be helpful. So please feel free to check out the article on Medium. Um, you can look it up uh, through me, uh, Ryan Engelstad, or through the Better Humans publication. I always like to say never in the history of calming down has anyone calmed down by being told to calm down. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <right. laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of other ones similar to that. Because that like, the reality yeah. is, is that the, the person witnessing the panic attack, they want you to be okay. You know, they, they need right. you to be okay so they can feel okay. So they're going to do whatever mm-hmm. they think is going to help that happen as fast as possible. But that always, almost yeah. always ends up being a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's there's a meme we have on our computer 
that's a similar concept, you know. Yeah, it, it's it's I I think that particular quote I got from uh, Bill Corbett from Riftrex. So thank you, sir, for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's something that I I just find hilarious and poignant at the same time. So mm. so we've we've got to um, get moving here and ask yeah. our, ask as many cram as many questions into this last few minutes as we possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> so really, really. Really, 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 really quick. Uh, talk with us about your Facebook discussion group, please. Uh, the yeah, sure. so mental I'll, health. I'll, go ahead, Mike. Oh, go rent. Oh, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> mental health, uh, it's called Pop Psych 101 Mental Health Chat. And it's, you know, attached to our actual page, but it's the group. And what mm-hmm. it is is a mental health support and discussion group. Uh, for fans of the show or not fans of the show. It is not required to listen to the show to join it. It's a closed group where you can come and say whatever it is that you're feeling or, or needing. Um, everyone is super supportive of it or in it. They're very supportive. Um, we do a lot of joking, but the group is probably the best thing about like what we do because the people in there are really just awesome. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah so very cool. We hadn't intended on creating that, but I, I agree with Mike. It's, it's one of the best things that's come about as a result of what we're doing. So we're very proud and, and grateful for the people in the group. Cool. So what comes next for you guys? What do you hope to accomplish? Other than that generic, like, growth uh, answer, you know, we want to um, get our message out to as many people as possible. Um, I think mm-hmm. we are planning on – um, having more guests, you know, recently we did an episode where we had our wives actually come on and talk about um, postpartum depression, not that they, either of them have necessarily experienced it, but just to offer other perspectives than uh, two uh, married straight white guys. Um, so <laughs> we want to pr- provide a, a, an opportunity to people with other voices and other experiences to also share their perspectives on these issues that we're talking about. So we're hoping to do more of that for sure. Yep. Cool. We That's were on exciting. satellite radio. We were on satellite radio, but uh, the insurance company, uh, which is like a, a St. Joseph that was paying for our station, uh, just canceled us. So we're off now. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Well, hopefully we can find a, another avenue back on there soon because um, that, that's some great exposure right there. Yeah. You know. Very exciting. Um, and yeah. once again, for everybody, because uh, you guys were so kind enough to make it so convenient to find you on social media, everything is at Pop Psych 101. Yep. That's right. P O P E S Y C H, and then the digits 101, everywhere you can find us. That's cool. And, and nice and compact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bite size, if you will. <laughs> Makes so, it simple. Yeah. All right, guys. We are really, really grateful to you guys for for coming on today um, and for putting up with with us. We were um, a little bit loopier than usual this morning <laughs> after the week we had. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks uh, for totally putting understand. up with us. Thank you guys for having us on. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah. If anything. Uh, Big comes comes up in the world of Pops Like 101. We would love to have you guys back on because it was a blast talking to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a lot we of fun. To, yeah. And, you know, um, stay on the line. 
we're going to finish out the show with Casey Lansdale and Living in the Moment. Have a great week, week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Easy to get off track. Easy to lose your way. In a world that makes you believe there's no time to waste. That you gotta have it all. Better have it all. Better not slow down. Looking ahead, got me looking in circles. Life is a plan at first, seems hopeful. Worry that I won't make it like I want if time keeps flying by. But you gotta have faith. Don't let next week as Rebecca and Joe continue to battle the stigma of mental illness. Follow us on Twitter at Voices for Change RJ and on Facebook at Voices for Change 2.0.